0: You are listening to How Does She Do It, episode 114. Welcome to the ride. Thank you for joining me for another episode of How Does She Do It? My name is Tiffany and I am your host. And through this podcast and my coaching, I help you own your story, live fueled by faith, And elevate your impact in your career and in your calling. The show notes for this week's episode will be available at HowDoesSheDoItPodcast.com. If this is your first time listening, welcome. If this is your third, fourth, fifth, sixth, or 114th time listening, welcome back. We are so happy to have you. If you are interested in connecting with me on social media, you can add me on Instagram or Twitter at TiffSouth, and that's Tiff with two Fs. And you can add the show's account at It on Instagram and Twitter. And if you'd like, you can screenshot this episode, post it on your Instagram stories, and tag my account, and I will repost it in my stories as well. And if I don't see it, I apologize because I notice sometimes I don't get the notifications when you mention me in your stories. But I'm going to keep paying attention and make sure that I don't miss it. Now, let's get into this week's Just My Thoughts. Just My Thoughts is the segment of the show where I share my reviews, recommendations, or rejections. And this week, I am going to recommend the First 5 Bible Study app. And I've mentioned it before, I have alluded to it before, and it may have been in my Just My Thoughts before, but it is such a good and easily accessible way to study and understand books of the Bible. When you join the app, you have the ability to start any study from any point. So it does not, like if you join right now, you don't have to jump into the middle of the Daniel study. You can start a day one study of many many different different books of the Bible but what I love about it the book of Daniel is a book I have wanted to read for a long time but I've been nervous to read it because it has all of this prophecy and we're actually approaching the point now in the book where it turns from the recount of Daniel's uh, time with Nebuchadnezzar where he's Daniel is now experiencing his own visions and having his own dreams and really getting into the prophecy related to all the different things that he's seen. And it seemed really daunting for me to read on my own, but in reading it alongside this app, now I'm in a, I'm in a group uh, with other women in a WhatsApp group where we talk about the devotion. I'm actually about to create a group in the How She Elevates podcast community, where we will start the next study with, as a group, so we can talk about it together and it really breaks down some of the finer points of the verses of the chapters of the themes and adds historical context to sometimes things that are, that you wouldn't know just by reading the scripture. And they also do a weekend wrap up at the end of every week where they highlight a specific part of one of the chapters you explored. They walk through some of the books, like for example, because Daniel is a shorter, ch- is a shorter Book, but has really meaty chapters. They break down some of the chapters over several days. So, like, chapter six was broken up over, or chapter, yeah, chapter six is broken up over several days, for example. So, you don't feel like you are rushing through things. And I just think it's a great way to get inspired to find different pieces of a story and different points and to really get a good biblically based perspective based on some of the thoughts of people who are experts at this thing. So I highly recommend you taking a look at the first five app. If you go to the show notes for this week's episode, I'll include a link it's by Proverbs 31 ministries. And that concludes this week's just my thoughts. Before I get into the topic for this week's episode, I want to just remind you all that I am hosting a free masterclass on October 3rd, and we are talking about how to turn your good job into a fulfilling career. During this masterclass, we are going to cover how to identify your transferable skills, how to really get clear about what you actually want, and then ways to outline actionable actionable strategies to get you from where you are right now to where you hope to be in your career. So that again is on October 3rd. If you go to bit.ly slash class, and that's TIF with two F's, or go to the show notes for this week's episode, you will be able to register. So now that we've gotten the kind of, what are they paying the bills out of the way? As of this recording, I am approaching two milestones, or I really should say we, because this podcast doesn't exist without you all listening to it, or else it would just be me talking into a microphone with nobody paying attention. So as of this recording, we are approaching two milestones. We are approaching the and fiftieth thousand download, 250,000 downloads. We are a few episodes away from that. We are also... A week away from the fourth year anniversary of my podcast. And in celebration of that, I did something that I don't know that I've done in probably two or three years, which was listen to the very first episode of the podcast. And the opening, my opening remarks alone had me cracking up right away. And it was really really interesting to hear how things have changed and how things have stayed the same stay the same in the sense of the focus of the show the attempt at producing a high quality product me being myself me being introspective sharing the lessons that i'm learning along the way but if you go if you go and listen to the very first episode i have this very very interesting radio voice of some sort that I, fo- I find hilarious, but it I was also you know four years younger than I am now, not to say that voices my voice would change that dramatically over time, but we do change over time the way that we express ourselves changes over time. So anyway, what I wanted to do today was talk about lessons that I am currently applying and living through in this season of my life we have been talking a lot about understanding our value, assessing the seasons that we're in, thinking about our careers, making sound decisions about making changes or staying where we are, how to maximize the opportunities according to the season that we are in, and i thought it would be in sort of a reflective way, celebratory way to just let you all know what season of life i am in and what are The lessons that I am actively applying alongside of me sharing lessons that I am also applying and learning and want to deliver to you to help you be the best version of yourself and work in the best way that you can and stand tall in your faith and be the best whole woman of God that you can be. So I am right now in a season of intentionality, really. Asking myself why and how I want to show up, how I want to see my career and my business grow, how I want to see my body get better in terms of my strength, in terms of appearance, in terms of health, wanting to th- do things like get more sleep because that's really important, eat better and more consistently, and not just eat things because I want to and think quote unquote, I'll, I'll be good if I eat you know, these cookies this number of nights in a row, right? If you've been listening for a long time, you know about my love for chocolate chip cookies. So for me, going on to my, approaching my next birthday, which is not until May of next year, I am just very aware that I'm not 30 anymore. I'm not 25. I work with people often for part of my job who are, sometimes seven, eight years younger than me. And it just makes you very aware of the stage of life that you are in. I see my friends approaching different stages of life. And I, while I am single, while I do not have children, also recognize the season and change in life that I am in right now and want to maximize it while I still have the opportunity to be in a hundred percent control of my day, be in a hundred percent control of the things that I want to do with my time and my energy. And so I encourage you to take a look, a reflective look at the season of life that you are in and assess how can you be making the most of your time right now? Because one thing that my friends who are married and who have children remind me, and they, are, they obviously love their families, they love their children, they love their husbands, they love their careers, is your time becomes paired and connected to other people in a way that it doesn't when you're single. And so it's, it's just really valuable and sacred to take time to do the thought work that you can do when there are no people, little people running around your home. Like for example, I sometimes take for granted the fact that I can walk into a house and it's quiet and I have time to myself. I have thoughts to myself and I do not want to squander this time by only choosing to just sit on the couch and watch Netflix because that's still a thing or Hulu. Shout out to the Wu-Tang series that's on Hulu right now. If I'm I'm a New Yorker at heart and just watching Wu-Tang and just listening to them it just makes me feel like I'm at home. But anyway, that's besides the point. So again, regardless of what season you're in and I hope to ju- I just will make this caveat that y- no matter where you are, there is opportunity for you to improve. There's opportunity for you to grow and shift. Sometimes, depending on the season, you have to fight for that time. You have to fight for that space. You have to fight for your own schedule and protecting your time. And even just this, you know, coming off of a, a very busy summer, I am now seeing how I have more time to make and do what I want to do with my schedule. And I'm already filling it with some things that I don't actually want to do just because I have the time to say yes to things. So actually that brings me to the five lessons that I have learned and that I'm actively applying right now in this current season. The first lesson is focus on behaviors rather than the outcome. This comes directly from a nutritional program that I am working through with a coach. And it is not about counting calories or anything like that, but really about adjusting behaviors and habits around how you eat, when you eat, what you eat, being more mindful of your servings of vegetables and the amount of water you drink. And my coach is really big on green tea, which is why I talked about Brooklyn tea in a couple episodes ago. And so one of the things that they always remind you of is observe how you are, how and what you are doing. And don't be critical of it in the observation observe for the sake of gathering information and then make adjustments accordingly. So instead of for example in this particular situation I am hoping to change and adjust my body composition. I'm learning to be less focused on the number on a scale and more about how I look and feel in my clothes. And if I am focused on the outcome which is which I will not see for another several months and not the behavior in a moment, I can dismiss the value of adjusting my behavior right now. Again, I'll go back to a very simple and often used example by me. Eating cookies four nights a week, which is what I was doing in a certain season of my life, and not just one or two, but too many. If I focus on adjusting that behavior it becomes easier for me to realize the outcome over time. But if I'm just focusing on the fact that me not eating a cookie today does not get me the result I want tomorrow, I will be like, it doesn't matter. I don't need to focus on changing my behavior. So I want you to think about, is there something in your life right now where you could adjust your behavior such that it will, it will continue to drive you towards a certain outcome? focus on the behavior rather than the outcome. The second piece of advice that I want to share is put your weight on God's word. This comes from or came from most recently Michael Todd's sermon series on crazy faith, which I mentioned in a few episodes. And essentially it means trusting. And you know how when you sit on a chair, which is the example that he used, you sit down and don't really think about or overthink whether that chair is going to hold you up in most instances. But then there are times where we have been given instructions to do something that logically, based on what we see, makes us believe that that thing will or will not happen. It will or will not support us. But if it's God's word, if it's insight from God, if it's an instruction from him, if it's a promise from him, then why are we not sitting in it? Why are we not putting our weight on it? Why are we not trusting it? So in this season, it is really what I have in in the way to actualize this for for myself is to constantly remember that God has me because the trick of the enemy and and not even also not even only rather the trick of the enemy the trick of our minds and the way that they work is the less you focus on one thing and the more you focus on something else like your energy flows your focus goes where your energy flows right and if you're spending your energy thinking how something won't work thinking about where thinking about what you can't do, thinking about why things are not going to work out the way that they are, then there is a such thing as a self-fulfilling prophecy. You start to see results swing in that direction because that's the energy you're putting towards that thing. And I'm not talking about like universe type energy, but that's a that's a real like concept of human life. But if you find yourself having a negative thought or a doubtful thought, counter it, and this is what scripture says, like counter it immediately and replace it with God's truth, with God's word, with evidence of what you already know to be true about him. And the, and the more you do that, This is how you build up your faith muscle, right? It's, it's not something, it's not a fixed finite thing. It is something that you constantly have to work at. And there's no shame in having doubtful thoughts. There's no shame in being worried or being concerned, but scripture reminds us we can't stay there. And if we have those feelings, We are not to try to wrestle and deal with them in our own strength, but we are to bring them before our father and say, Lord, help me through this. We have the divine power of Christ living within us through the power of God's Holy Spirit, right? And if we have that amazing, amazing source and resource available to us, it would behoove you as that, there's this dude on the internet that says that, to really lean into that and to make that part of the, the practice that you have as you feel and experience things that are keeping you down. And I'm not saying this to say it's easy. It is not formulaic. It is not a light switch, but it is, it is work. And the more you work at it, you ever know those people, like those older women, who, at least this is who I've seen them to be in my life, who don't seem to worry about anything. And their lives are not free of challenge. They're not free of struggle. They're not free of financial issues or health concerns, but they are always just at peace. And that is like living examples of them putting their weight on God every single day and on his word. And even again, I talked about last week, Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego, or it might've been the week before, where. They were literally walking into the fiery pit and they're like, I know that God can deliver me, can deliver us from these things. We know God can deliver us from these things. And even if he doesn't, we know that he is still good and amazing. And they just went about their business. And even if he doesn't, I will still not bow down to your to your idol. So it's like, it's that attitude of of putting just, putting your weight on God's faith and resting or on your putting your faith in God and resting in it such that it brings you a peace as uh, they described it in the first vibe study yesterday, a defiant peace, despite the most challenging of circumstances in the moment. It doesn't mean the circumstances are not real. It doesn't make them go away, but it gives your disposition a different perspective. It gives you a different attitude as you march through that particular situation. The third lesson that is at the forefront of the current season that I'm in that I want to share with you today is to be intentional. When you have been conditioned to be, and I could just be speaking for myself here, but I know a lot of people who are on paths because they were the safe path, they were the path that others dictated for them, they were the thing that they just kind of fell into. And that's not in and of itself a problem. The challenge arises when you are experiencing discomfort on the path that you know you should no longer be on. And so being intentional means to take a look at where you are and figure out where you need to do deliberate and intentional things to drive a certain type of result. So not just showing up to get your work done, but identifying goals that you want to achieve and bending the arc of your projects or your your work situation to bring about that experience that you want to gain and again i don't say this to say that it's easy there are things and strategies and all kinds of things that i you know that you have to do in order to make those things happen but without intentionality without being deliberate about the way that your actions will lead you to or away from certain outcomes, you'll just keep floating by and you'll keep staying stuck in the discomfort and don't nobody wanna live like that. This is not applicable to you if you're good where you are, if you're comfortable and happy in your comfort. But if you are dis- if you are experiencing discomfort and you know it's because you are not where you're supposed to be, It's on you to do something about it. It's on you to not just wait for affirmation and and six signs to be like, oh, now it's time for you to move. The discomfort is often sometimes the, the sign that it's time for you to make a shift. And the persistent discomfort is probably an indication that you have overstayed your time in a certain season. And yeah, so- be intentional. The fourth lesson is choose your yeses. Most recently, I heard this from Priscilla Shire, who is one of my favorite authors and Bible teachers. She's just phenomenal in so many ways. And she is my mentor in my head in in many respects. And she mentioned that by saying No to something, you are making room to say yes to something else. So, by choosing your yeses, it also means saying no. And sometimes you have to say no in order to get and have room for the yeses that are to come. This can be applicable in so many different ways. And when you think about the events that you're attending, the shows that you're watching, the people you're spending your time with, right? Do you need to choose those yeses? Do you need to be more you know, discerning and be like, you know what, I'm gonna say no to going to this social event. I'm going to say no to watching this thing or listening to this thing in favor of saying yes to something else. So choose your yeses with a different intentionality such that you can now have room to say no to the things that you need to say no to and therefore make room for more yeses in your life. The last thing and lesson that I have had to learn, and I probably will continue to have to learn, but I'm trying really hard to, to stick the lesson, stick the landing, so to speak. Listen to the whispers i I don't talk about dating very often, <laughs> but it is it has been a, a very ringing example of what it means to have intuition and when God's Holy Spirit gives you insight into something that you can quickly dismiss in favor of your own interpretation or your own desired outcome or result for that thing. And this can be true for our jobs. It's like, "Oh, this company, I feel like something I might need to leave, but uh everything seems to be fine. Everyone's telling me that everything is okay." Or, you know, "I feel like I should probably go to the doctor, but uh I don't I'm not really, you know, you have these whispers, these inner it's an inner knowing that is easy to question because it's quiet. It's easy to question because it doesn't come in a flash of lightning or an overt thing, but we dismiss it because it sometimes counters either what we see right in front of us or it counters the narrative that we want to be true. And there's a reason why that insight is given to us. There's a reason why they, they, everyone says that women it's a woman's intuition, right? There's something else. But if you think about, not only are we women, but you have, like, the Holy Spirit is, like, is in you. So that means you have more insight and availability to more information that might not be seen or obvious, and it's your responsibility to do something about it. Because when you don't, how often do you not go with your instinct? How often do you not listen to your intuition? And when that thing that you thought would or would not happen happens, you're just like... Man, I knew I shouldn't have done this. I knew I shouldn't have made this left. I knew I shouldn't have come this way. I knew I shouldn't have told this person that thing. I knew there was something off about that situation. I knew that there was something right about it, but I was hesitant to pursue it, right? How many times have you had that happen? And only in hindsight are you able to affirm because you went in the opposite direction, right? So let's have more let's walk in, in, in a way that has us affirming what that the whisper is as we are affirming or doing the thing that the whisper instructs us to do. Right. And the whisper could be intuition. It could be the Holy spirit. It could be so many different things, but you, if it's there and it is, it's signaling you to something. And I'm not talking about the whisper of negativity, The voice that's the negative self-talk that says, no, girl, you can't do that. Why are you even, how dare you even want something so big? How dare you think you could get that thing? I'm not talking about that whisper because that's a different type of voice, but I'm talking about the inner knowing voice. The voice that you know is connected to something spiritual. It is connected to your God that helps you navigate things. And sometimes we don't even recognize that we've been led by a whisper. But there's those moments, those quiet moments where you're like, "Well, I don't" and then you move in the direction opposite to what that thing gave you that, "Well, I don't <laughs> I don't know why that's the voice for my for my intuition." But anyway, let me review these lessons. First, focus on behaviors rather than outcomes. Number two, put your weight on God's word. Also, partner with him by taking faith-filled action. Number three, be intentional. Number four, choose your yeses. And number five, listen to the whispers. I hope that this has been helpful, valuable to you, and I appreciate you for listening and rocking. I just read a review. Actually, let me read a review. Y'all have been giving some, having me all in my feelings with these reviews that you all leave me on this podcast. And I thank you very much for it because it really is, it's humbling. I'm grateful. And I don't take them for granted at all because you could have been anywhere in the world, but you're here with me. So. This review comes from Kate Hallie three, and it says yes as the as the headlines five stars. And it reads, "I really really enjoy this podcast. Tiff drops gems every other second, no joke. I share episodes with friends regularly, and always look forward to new episodes. Keep up the great work, sis. Thank you, thank you, thank you. I really appreciate it, and I appreciate you sharing if you have not already had the opportunity to do so." Please share this with a friend, tell a friend to tell a friend, leave a five-star rating and review in the Apple Podcast app. I'm, you know, this podcast is available on all, just about all other podcast platforms. I've also started to put them on YouTube. Just found this new tool that it will be available. So if you actually go to my YouTube channel and it's actually YouTube dot com slash Tiffany F Sutherland. And again, that's Tiff with two F's. Uh, you will be able to watch the episodes. Well, rather listen to the episodes via YouTube, because it's not me on video. It's the audio of the episodes on YouTube. So I'm eventually graduating to recording video of the episodes whilst I record them. So (laughs) I don't know what I'm saying anymore. Thank you again for listening. As a reminder, join me on October 3rd. That's a Thursday at 8 o'clock p.m. for the free masterclass on how to leave your good job for a fulfilling career. This advice is not typical career advice. It's not just about updating your resumes, but it's about doing the deep work necessary to get you from a job that you can eh, just do. It's fine to one that you feel is more aligned with your gifts, with your strengths and with your purpose and what God has called you to do. So I look forward to seeing you then. Thank you again for listening to episode 114. And until next time, be blessed and be a blessing. Peace.